Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie A. Darshaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw. Who has the next question? Hi, Dr. Jodi, it's Huma here. Hi, Huma. Hi. Right, so I just wanted to ask that, um, typically how long is a die of reaction supposed to last? Okay. Um, die of reaction can last from two days to two weeks. And if it is, yeah, die off is usually two days to two weeks is what, what we've, uh, we've seen so far. Okay. And have you ever heard anyone not have a die-off reaction? Is that, would that be normal? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There, there are many, many who sail through everything, you know, and, and there's no die-off. So that doesn't mean to say that they're not getting better. They just, their body doesn't react to that. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes. So one, you know, I've, I've had several patients who don't experience die-off. Uh, so then there are two ways, you know, and most of them we see both is that their symptoms are getting better. Okay. And then we also see that, um, that the labs that we do, right. Follow-up labs. Yeah. Those are clearly better. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. No, it smells not on any, um, antimicrobial at the moment, but I just, I've just joined just to get a bit more information about it. All. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was wise. You know, I'm glad you did. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Jody. Who is this, please? This is this is Rupa. Which was Hi, going. Rupa. How are you doing? Hi. Good. Um, so you just mentioned that the die-off can last anywhere from two days to two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Would it always set in within a couple of hours of, of uh, you know, any of the changes in the in the protocol? Yes, it's usually within a couple of hours. If you if you've done not the protocol, something new. You, something wait, wait, new. hold on, hold on. Sorry, um, if you've done any changes to the antimicrobial section, that is when you will see die off. Sometimes I give you uh, herbal blends in the anti-inflammatory area in the anti-inflammatory section. Yeah. So then there's always an indication to go slow, you know, and then there's the highlighted information that start with one drop and die off as possible because um, the herbals that reduce inflammation in the brain, they have to cross the blood brain barrier. And, you know, um, it is nearly impossible to gauge the extent of infection that has spread neurologically. So sometimes the anti-inflammatory herbals can cause a die-off reaction neurologically. So yes, it's usually within a couple of hours. If you are seeing a die, if you think it's a die-off reaction three to four days later, that is not. That is an IgG4 response that's probably, uh, probably diet-related. Okay. So yeah, so usually with us, it's Definitely, it's within a couple of hours. Sometimes it's within 20, 25 minutes of you know any okay. changes, right? Um, so we have we have used the lemon juice, and then we have also used the um, the other one, the anti-acid thing, uh, whatever you you have given us in the list. Yes. So so if if parents try that, have you seen, in spite of parents trying that, for the dia to last anywhere between two days to two weeks? Like, have you yes. seen that? You have seen that. What would yes. be the reason for that? 
just a sensitive kid? Uh, the reason for that, no, sensitive kid becomes becomes a generalized term. Mm. Uh, you know, at that point, no. The reason for that is inflammation has spread. Okay. So you know, now um, inflammation has spread. Now, now another. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'll try and keep it simple. But remember, uh, kids with pants. Yeah. Pants is an autoimmune condition. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the bacteria themselves or the bacterial proteins, meaning bacterial toxins, mm. are the triggers for that autoimmunity. Okay. Okay, now mm. autoimmunity means what? It means that your body is attacking itself. Itself, yeah. And in PANS kids, these autoantibodies go to the brain. Hmm. Sometimes, you know, I've, I've seen um, uh, autoantibodies for thyroid as well, you know, as well as the joints, you know, there are joint pains, uh, hmm. there is a bone pain. So it depends on where the, um, uh, the inflammation is, is being channeled, okay? okay, as the bacteria are dying off. So if the autoimmunity is triggered, the antibodies have a half-life. Now, this yeah. half-life is anywhere from four to six weeks. That's, that's you know, um, pretty long. Right. So when you do things like increase the binder or you increase the lemon water for, you know, additional detox and drainage, and you, you add in the Alka-Seltzer Gold, Right. All of these will help calm it down, but it may, I mean, there's nothing that you can do to go in and stop the antibodies. It's your immune system. I mean, a modern medicine has no answer for autoimmunity. The, the only thing they'll tell you is, you know, do steroids. Right, right. Yeah, thank you. No, we have never faced that, thank goodness. You know, this usually the lemon water works like a charm. So oh, good. But I was I, I had no idea that it can last from any day. I mean, two days, yes, but um, two weeks and the explanation it makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, you know it. Uh, the the immune system is so vast and deep and so complex. That is why, like last year, you know, um, I recently I don't know for those of you who are not familiar, you know, um, I've recently completed a uh, postdoctoral uh, certificate in immunology from Harvard Medical School. Um, and, you know, I, I was ecstatic, you know, when I was accepted and, and uh, I was, I did manage to complete it, you know, in my old age, <laughs> but I managed, you know, it was an excellent refresher course to just, you know, look at the latest advancements with the immune system. So. Congratulations. You must be having 48 hours instead of 24 hours. Like, <laughs> like I work seven days a week, you know, and, and I'm here today uh, on Labor Day weekend, you know, just know <laughs> it's, uh, it's very rewarding to help people. Thank you. Yeah, we are excited to, um, for the consult that is coming up. I, I believe it's in November, I think. Yeah, we are excited what we what we have been seeing. So we are excited to share that with you when we oh, have the consult with you. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> right. Thank I'm you. Thanks. Really happy. Really happy. And especially when older kids respond well, 
Right. You know, I, it just, I just, yeah, love they're, they're, for us, you know, we have been waiting forever, like one step, but then two steps back and nothing has been like um, permanent. It would just show up. And then that was it one time only. So for us to see some of these things that we were really waiting in a 23 year old, it's really nice, you know, and then we are so cautious before we write down any of the points, you know, we really want to make sure that it is indeed happening. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions? Um, Dr. Dashor, can I ask you a quick one? Yes, Ravi. Uh, Hello. And, uh, hold on. Which Ravi is this? This is Ravi Ramachandran. I'm Rupa. I'm Ujwal's father. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, you had mentioned earlier today in the webinar that, um, a, a die-off reaction is when a system gets exacerbated, that is a system gets exacerbated, becomes worse. I want to know whether, uh, like in my son, if anxiety or OCD becomes worse, he's always had anxiety and OCD, but if, it be, if those two become worse, is that a die-off reaction? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, existing symptoms get worse. Okay. Okay, so that, that's something that we have noticed. So I'm just, uh, so we can associate those two with die-off. Oh, absolutely. You know, anxiety and OCD are pretty much hallmark of, uh, you know, a person with PANS. Right, okay. and that can happen two ways, right, Dr. Jody? One, if you, if you have made any changes with the antimicrobial section or the anti-inflammation section, or if he goes to an atmosphere or a place where something like an outside trigger. Correct. Correct. Right? Now, yes. Now, remember, again, Rupa, you make a very important point, right? Outside trigger. Mm. So when there is a new trigger or there is re-exposure, mm. you can experience new symptoms. So th th this will be back to Becky, you know, if she's listening. So mm -hmm. if there is a new trigger or an old trigger has come back, you can get new. Say, for example, right, uh, we are still like, you know, you, we are just building up uh, on detoxing the mold and killing off the triggers. Mm -hmm. But then before the old, uh, you know, uh, old stock of mold in the body, right? You know, before the, the old levels of mold toxins in the body are out, mm. you introduce a whole new exposure. Now, because of that, because the body hasn't seen this level of toxicity, mm. it is quite possible you may see a new symptom. Right, but that has, you know, you would still call it as die-off, but it has got nothing to do with the protocol changes. No, it's not die-off. It's nope, an out, it's yeah, not. exactly, right? You it's cannot not die-off, wait, right. no, it's not die-off. It's re-exposure. Right, I mean, what I meant was, I'm sorry, not the die-off. Even though the symptoms are the same, whether it's anxiety or OCD, which are, which are the existing symptoms, but it is not a die-off because it's an outside trigger. Correct. Thank you. Correct, right. yes, you know, outside trigger will mean that you know, at the, keep track of that. And at the next appointment, I will either add something or increase the dosage because now there is more, you know, outside, um, outside toxins, outside triggers that have entered the body. No, we, we just avoid that place. We don't take him. Okay, place at all. perfect. <laughs> uh, I have uh, one more question. Yes, Sudi. Um, 
what is the best way to control the diaphragm? For example, my daughter, I try uh, to put her salt, uh, um, uh, what's it called? It is so salty. Epsom salt bath, yes. Excellent. Yeah. But we have a problem for that one. You know, if I put her two, three times a week, her breath is getting like kind of garlic or something looks like garlic. Oh, she's okay. She's getting heavy detox. Okay, so so uh, if you put her in the Epsom salt bath two, three times a week, you are smelling garlic breath. Yeah. Okay. Right. So what else can you do? Okay. So uh, you will see. Yeah. Uh, I tried uh, also some people saying um, uh, uh, what's it called? Let me see. Uh, this one. Apple cider vinegar. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. But uh, that one I said since she has a high phenol. High phenol issues. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, apple cider vinegar is not really a detox remedy. I mean, I know there is lots of. Uh, I mean, sorry. Apple cider no, vinegar. Yeah, uh, apple cider, that's what I was trying to say, that apple cider vinegar is not usually recommended by me as, as a die-off remedy because I haven't seen consistent results with that, right? So okay. um, Epsom salt bath, if the whole bath is, is uh, causing too much detoxification, then okay. you can just do, you know, soaking her feet. Oh, okay. And, you know, just, just go through the list of things that you are given in your instruction sheet as to what to do when there is die-off reaction, right? Uh, so meaning... Is causing any other damage or that's fine? Wait, so that's a whole separate question. Wait. So first, let me finish this. Well, what you asked me, what to do for die-off, right? Okay. So increase Epsom salt bath, increase the binder, obviously immediately reduce. You have to keep track of which one caused the die off. So that one, you know, say for example, V-blend. So you will stop the V-blend for a few days and then reintroduce it with maybe, you know, uh, one drop. And then, you know, if you are increasing one by one drop every two to three days, uh, maybe that was too much. So then you just increase by one drop once a week. So I've, I've had that happen to many we don't people have a, well. We don't have a problem for the, uh, the, the supplement. The only time I increase, I put her in so far to, uh, in the bathroom yeah. two, three times a week, she hasn't smelling, smelling on her mouth. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to give you an option for, okay? If you don't like the garlic smell detox, then just soak her feet in it or go to the other options, you know, to handle any kind of die-off reaction. In your protocol, uh, it is yellow highlighted. You must have seen the other options, right? You have to reduce the drops. You know, you should increase the binder, slowly add the drops back in. Uh, you can try dry brushing, you can try uh, lymphatic drainage massage, there's lemon water, 
there's Alka-Seltzer Gold, right? All of these. But, you know, bottom line is die-off is a great thing. It's a very good thing, which means that the herbs are doing what they are supposed to do. The labs are accurate. And, you know, the, the biggest reason for die-off, I mean, labs are accurate, meaning that at identifying what's going on, right? Because usually it is very hard to tell us that, you know, what is the amount of infection? So based on the symptoms, based on the labs, I calculate a, a customized dosage for each patient. But, you know, the amount of infection may be a whole lot more. So when you go in with just one or two drops, you see this, you know, big blow up because uh, there is a whole lot more going on than what really showed up in the labs because of immune compromise. Okay, now another question that Sudi asked was, is die-off reaction causing any harm? No. There is no harm being done. It is a good thing you know, it's the infections that are causing the harm. Remember, infections have to be killed. Whatever method you want to use, you know, you, you, you want to use traditional methods, uh, you, you want to use herbal remedies, you know, you want to go, go and try antibiotics. Whatever you choose to do, remember that all living organisms have a reproductive cycle. They grow. So bacteria, viruses, yeast, fungi, parasites, they have a reproductive cycle. They will keep growing until we are able to kill them off. So, you know, I, I, uh, I would keep that in mind uh, when it comes to die-off reactions that, that, you know, these infections have to be killed off. They are major triggers for what's going on in your body, you know, all of the symptoms that you're getting. Thank All right. you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Who else? Hello, doctor. Yes. Hi, this is Hannah, Rudy's Hi, mom. Hannah. Yes. Hi. Uh, so basically, I have been on full protocol for the last one and a half month. And uh, um, we kind of, um, you know, that our history that we've been on anti parasite antimicrobial protocols for a long time you know um so now the thing is that we we got to a, a place where she no longer have certain things but now with the protocol she is like there's a lot of things that is coming back you know like sleep issues is there like the pica like she goes on eating tissue papers or she goes on eating the plants uh, the biting of her shirts especially after the enhancer um, so that, I mean, I'm a little confused. Is it now I'm concerned because you said it should not last more than two weeks. That's one. And then I have always experienced that whenever there's probiotic or prebiotic, she goes crazy. So I am wondering, is this happening because of the die-offs? Because are you, I've... Uh, are you on any antimicrobials? Yes, I am. Yeah. We we have we are we have been on full protocol. Completely. You managed to reach okay. Yes, yeah, we have followed all the steps, and um, 
I mean, I'm handling it, but I'm a little concerned at the same time because the OCD is back. So many things are back and especially the sleep issues. And she would wake up at 2, 3 a.m. And I would wonder like, what is happening now? You know, right. so I, I, I want some assurance. Is it, is this, is, is, is it an indication that something is going on? Like, as you mentioned, it could be pants or is it uh, a die off? And it but will eventually. Sana, yes, I have explained die off like several times today. Yes. I mean, I'm happy to do it again. No, no, but, uh, that's uh, exactly, it's just, you know, yeah. I mean, Sana, wait. So this is yeah. up to you to keep track of which herbal has caused what response. So perhaps you can book an appointment and we can yeah. go over it step by step, right? Yes. Especially if it is, you know, if it has been lasting for a very long time. Remember mm -hmm. again, you know, um, we need to ensure that she is in a clean and clear environment. You, we have children, you know, who are still in carpeted rooms. We, we have people who are still living in, uh, in a non-remediated moldy environment. Yes. Okay. So that is continuous daily exposure. We have children that go to school and the school either has their head buried in the sand. They don't want to hear it, you know, and that's where the exposure is. Uh, special needs classrooms have many sick children that are carriers of strep and mycoplasma. And you have a child or a person being exposed to those on a daily basis. Okay, so, so, so if this is going on, that is where you will see, you know, extended. So it is like, like you know, it, it becomes a mishmash of um, thinking it's die off, but it's actually exposure every day. Uh, the problem is sometimes you can't, I mean, when the environment is, you are in an environment where there's AC and there is a mold everywhere that becomes a challenge. You know, the GCC Correct. countries, they all are like you go to malls, you go to play areas. It's all like with like, it's all molds. Sometimes you can't just help it. You go to pools, which is same problem. And then you are- Exactly, chlorine issues. That's right. You know. Yeah, you're like, the child needs to have a life as well and some entertainment, but then sometimes you can't help it, you know? Now I, ca I can control my house, but sometimes I can't control the all the environment, you know? That's the problem. Like wow. when you are in an environment where there is more chances of exposure than other places, you know what I mean? You, it is up to you to avoid those places. Okay, uh, you know it is important to make those uh, make those sacrifices for as long as it takes for the labs to come back to normal. Okay, so you know the best way to judge if if the treatment is working is number one symptoms or equally important, the lab's getting better. So uh, at follow-ups, when we see that labs are looking better, but the symptoms are not looking better, then it's, it's pretty clear cut that there is re-exposure. And yes, I mean, you know, uh, I know you're saying that you want to have a life, but most of us haven't had a life for many years trying to get rid of, um, you know, pans, pandas, all the triggers. So that pretty much just goes with the territory. Now, if your child is, if you feel that she, she cannot um, tolerate herbals, then it's absolutely fine to just, you know, try another protocol. Maybe herbals is not for her. No, it's 
No, I mean, uh, the question is, is just like about trying to investigate what could be the problem. So if it's die-offs, then yes, I can bear with die-offs. There's no problem at all. I have experienced it before and it should not be a problem, but I just wanted the assurance that it should not be extended more. As you said, it should not be more than two weeks. It should not be more than, you know, that's the max. Correct. It's no, it's not the max. No, 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 yes. no, no, no. It's usually from two days to two weeks. See, listen, there are no absolutes in what we are dealing with. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, there is no guarantees and there is no absolutes simply because of the huge differences in each child. Right. Correct. Whatever prior treatments you've done, you know, uh, you know, you, you have seen your child's labs. Uh, you know, uh, wait, did, have we had a lab review? No, not yet. It's soon. We okay. are, we are. We All are right. So let's that. wait for that is what I would yeah. recommend. You know, I think we'll get a whole lot of answers as to what is still going on. You know, she, yeah. uh, you have been given a, a protocol based on existing symptoms and prior labs that, that, that we looked at and she's been given a protocol. Now, right. when we look at something that is happening now, right, current mm -hmm. labs, so then we can tweak the protocol accordingly. And in the meantime, Hana, what, what you need to do is simply follow the plan for die-off. Remember, I explained autoimmunity and PANS. If there is yes. re-exposure and that re-exposure is triggering PANS, you can expect four to six weeks for, uh, for the antibodies to fall. That is the half-life of antibodies. Yes. Right? No, we are, we are so, doing everything. We are doing the uh, bicarbonate of soda uh, shower, Epsom salt. We're doing uh, the binders. I mean, right. we're following everything. I mean, it's, I just hope it gets better. Thank Excellent. you. Well, no, if there is re-exposure, it is not going to get better until that exposure is stopped. So if you would yeah. like to watch, you know, my uh, re-exposure video, th that might be helpful for you. It is very important to, you know, get rid of triggers because there is no magic pill which can just, you know, um, uh, remember the protocol is trying to eliminate past issues. Mm -hmm. It is not possible to, to kind of, you know, predict what the exposure will be. And if there is increasing toxins coming in every day that is above the bandwidth of the protocol, then you, you know, it, it'll be very hard. So once again, let's look at the current labs and compare them with, with the ones, you know, prior to seeing me and see where she's at. Sure. Yes. Right. So we can Thank quantify. You. Oh, you're, you're most yes. welcome. Right. Now, remember to keep track of which uh, supplement or herbal is causing any problems. And by all means, you can stop that for a few days. Okay, I'll try. Yes, makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome, of course. Good, so we are almost done, right? We have 10 more minutes. If anyone has any last questions. Join us next week for part three. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, 
where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.